Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John Ersenstaku, as you might know me on Twitter, the executive producer here, and I just want to thank you for watching. It really means a lot to us that people watch, listen to, and enjoy our shows. If you want to help us keep making these shows as fun and lively as they can be, please join your fellow fans in supporting us at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms, or by subscribing to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms. It really means a lot to us that the amount of you who do support us continue to do so, especially our $25 plus tier supporters on Patreon. Antitonic, Catwater Flame, Samantha Bates, Maureen Monty, and Gravity Alexander. Every little bit helps, so thank you to all of our patrons and subs. Check us out on Twitter at Final Show Films and on our website at www.finalshowfilms.com for updates, go live notifications, and more. We love interacting with you, so feel free to tweet at us or email us at finalshowfilms at gmail.com. That being said, please relax and enjoy. Live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Grand Terra Reaper. I am John, the executive producer and game master for this evening, and joining me today is William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing. Uh, sorry, I just almost went straight back to my Grand Terra Adventures character, uh, Gashkar Stormcaller, the half orc barbarian sorceress. And Jeremy. Hello, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Harry, uh, Halfling, uh, Battlemaster, Fighter, uh, Scout, Rogue. And Mara. Hi, I'm Mara. I'm playing Hope Asmar, Rogue, Barbarian, Monk. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I am playing Lulu, the Lycanthropathling Cleric and Hunter of Blood. Cody. I'm Cody. I'm playing Corbin, the Human Battlemaster, Paladin and Battlemaster Bar Paladin. <laughs> yeah, Bar Paladin. That's that's about it. Bar Paladin and Jack. Hey everybody, I'm Jack. I'm playing Gwynfron Menar, the High Elf Divination Wizard, as well as Ashkel, the World Elf Warlock who lives in his brain. And I'm suddenly realizing that while the rest of you have multiple classes, I've just got multiple characters. <laughs> uh, you're also you're also connected through time to a potential future version of right. Yourself I've, as well. I've got I've got as many characters as you guys mostly have classes. Good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> choice. So when last we left off, uh, Hope went and got a massage, and the rest of you got a spear, and got speared. Well, everyone got speared, but anyways. Uh, as the group of you standing in the training area of the uh, magnificent mansion that Gwynfron had conjured uh, in order to summon the spear to you are standing there, uh, there's a pulse of power that everyone in the room feels, everyone who isn't Hope, because Hope left. Um, Hope does not feel this on the other side of the city. No. Okay. Uh, there's just this ambient thrum of energy as Corbin is attuned to the Red Spear of Coltier, and this glow begins to com begins to emanate off of the four animal weapons that are in the room. Storm Herald, Dragon's Tongue, Weaveborn, and uh, the Red Spear. And as they and as this glow emanates Storm Herald, Storm Herald begins crackling further with electricity. Uh, 
both Dragon's Tongue and Lulu begin to grow more draconic in appearance as scales begin to emanate up Lulu's arms and across her face. Uh, Scales, not skulls. I feel like I said skulls. I don't you, did, you said scales. Did I say yeah, scales? scales? My brain. Well, I am totally fine if you want to revise Dragon's Tongue powers. No, it's, so it's scales. Skulls. It's scales. I just, for some reason, I thought I had said skulls. Anyways. We, we were, we know why we were talking about Warhammer. Um, <laughs> and Weaveborn's crystal takes on a, a an internal glow that it didn't have previously as the presence of four animal weapons nearby to each other has apparently enhanced their abilities, and you all... all uh, Corbin just now learning the abilities of, Re- of Red Spear. Uh, the Red Spear doesn't necessarily know what, what new was added, but the other three feel new powers awaken within the animal weapons. And after a few moments, that pressure uh, sort of dies down. Gwyn just sort of looks at Weaveborn and in Celestial goes, What the fuck? Meanwhile, <laughs> Harry watching this goes, Well, that's just fucked up. Uh, <laughs> in your head, Gwynfron, you hear, Apparently, when enough of us are in concerts, things happen. Okay. You know, G- Gashkar looks over at Storm Herald. Showing off? No, I'm not sure what that was. <laughs> well, apparently the more of these we have in one place, they sort of cohesively enhance spontaneously. Interesting. Oh. Tower is still the priority. We are not telling. We are. We do not have time to go get. There two aren't more of these. That we can try and gate. Well, <laughs> I'm out of gate for the oh. day, at least. So. So. Uh, we're going to the tower now. And then once we're done with it and sleep, you might have gate again. No, we're sleeping and then going to the tower because okay. it's almost midnight. I thought we slept before we did this. We did <laughs> not. <laughs> we did not. It was my last gate of the day. <laughs> looked up at this guy frustrated at the unknowable voice controlling her. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Let's get an evening's rest. Oh, there was... A thing that I needed to do, and I'm trying to remember what the hell it was. I'm assuming it was talk to somebody. <laughs> Almost certainly, but it's been a week, and I didn't did you, write down what I needed to do. Yeah, I was like, did you type it down anywhere? Fuck. Uh, God damn it. Because I don't remember. <laughs> I think it was talk to somebody about a thing, and I can't remember who it was that you were going to talk to or what it was about. Yeah, because I said it after, after the end of the last session, and I don't remember. I remember Aaron Fuck. saying Lulu wanted to talk to someone, too. We cannot remember. Yes, I'm, I'm well aware of that and trying to remember why. Mm. <laughs> I don't know 
Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to Look, the first. It's been like three weeks, and I was also not okay. quite here last time I was here. Literally, it was literally a year ago when you made those statements. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it was last year, not a year ago. Those are two separate things. There you go. That's my excuse, and I'm sticking with it. Also, apparently I'm a leg up on you guys, because normally week to week, I can't even remember what character I'm playing. <laughs> And I got that. So it's true. It's true. Good job, Jeremy. Congratulations, Jeremy. Um, we all give you golf claps. Oh fuck! Very I remember what it was. <laughs> all right, you go first. Um, sarcastic golf clap awoke in awoke the memory. <laughs> Shit. Okay, I remember what the conversation was about. Jack, do you remember what your character was talking about wanting to do? Um, yeah, going and stealing shit from the dragon that is probably still in the elemental pool. Yes, of water. that was it. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, that's right. Yep, yep. That's so, right. uh, and so, yes, uh, Gashkar would want to have a conversation uh, when everyone had adjourned to rest because um, Gashkar and Gwyn would be heading to the same room anyway. Yep. <clears throat> so, unless anyone had anything to do before that. Uh, I will go outside the man, the mansion, and well, I guess I can cast it inside, and they'll stay. Do you have a stable in this mansion? Stable? No. Hmm. Do you? Now we use this for everything. Do you mind? <laughs> Do I mind what? Using the the main foyer as a stable for the night. Does it? It's not going to make. There's for, There's a tape. There. <laughs> Fine. This is funny. What <laughs> animal did you? Is this your fucking ox? No, he's he's back outside the Adventurers Guild. I was good because I didn't I enchant the door to my, let. <laughs> well, they'll just pop out anyways. So when it when it ends. Um, eh. So I'll cast uh, Fine Steed and summon a Celestial Ox. Uh, so mists, mists coalesce uh, in the foyer area uh, as a radiantly glowing solid white ox sort of steps into being with these sort of gold-tipped horns uh, and exists now. (laughs) That was the end of the description. Take it away. His his name is Bosco, too. Uh, (laughs) Are you you talking like Bosco with a number or Bosco as well? Hmm? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and I'll start. Well, yeah, no, I don't need to do that yet. But I'm, I'm just starting gonna... to realize why you and Hope are such a good couple. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> it was not a compliment. I was going to say, Harry <laughs> leans, leans into Gwen and is like, oh, we're saying they're a good couple? Is that good a, for each that, other. That's a stance that we're taking? Good like for I, each other. I repeat my question. Uh, yes, good for each other. Okay. Big smile. The <laughs> are theoretically just... wolf ears, but aren't right now. Just sort of twitch, and she 
Sorry, I was like, gives you the eye of I strongly disagree. <laughs> I'll just tell it to pick a spot where it, that's emptiest and lay down until the morning. <laughs> the ox lays down. Yep. And then I'll go outside of the mansion. We literally have a bull in a bookshop. <laughs> <laughs> I will there are there are distinct differences between an ox and a bull, Jack. Yes, yes, there are, but I'm assuming that Bosco too is a male. If that's a gender thing that that celestial oxen have. <laughs> and, I mean and Gwyn has a lot of bookshelves that are very, very full. I mean it's not quite a horse in a hospital, but it's close. Yeah. Anyways, I remember what I was going to do, by the way. So you guys can still go first, but. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so as Gashkar and Gwen get to their room, um, you know about your particular plan and what you wanted to do. Hmm. You know, if we just, you seem to be certain that it should only take a few moments. If we woke up early enough, the two of us could just go and then return. That was my original plan, yes, love. So, we can just be gone and back before anyone else has awoken, so. Works for me. And, you know, if if Panarth is there, I'm pretty sure that we'll be able to bail right out. Mm-hmm. Or if we'll, even, if we'll even be able to get there if Penarth is there. Fair. I suspect she would have erected wards if she's returned already. Probably. Probably. Besides, it'll be, ni- it'll be nice to know one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Actually, half a tick. I'm going to duck outside for just a moment. Because I've still got enough spell slots left for a scrying. <laughs> and I'm going to go try and sc- I'm going to go outside and try and scry on Panarth real quick before I take a take a take a night's rest. That's a great idea. <laughs> I feel like that's a lie. It was when the GM smiled. It's already too late. Idea. A great idea. It's a joke that only three people know, and none of them are here. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, Panarth has to make a DC 23 wisdom saving throw if indeed she's on the same plane as us. (sighs) Um, Oh, and given that I have technically. some of her possessions, uh, i.e. the money we stole. I feel like that's a minus four to her saving throw. You're about to have to... I have to now make a decision as to what constitutes as a possession. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm gonna say that an individual coin does not qualify as a possession. Okay. It's not. I. Or it's not. Dimension door doesn't. It's the the gate. The, the the. the the gate cube. I was going to say, what about yes. the gate cube? <laughs> yes, but you're specifically calling out the coin. And it's like, as if the coin makes a difference. An individual gold coin is not unique enough or identifiable enough to be considered a possession. A possession, something that is possession, has to be something that you can instantly at a glance look at and say, that is mine. That's mine. Okay. And can uh, I make an arcana check to see if I know that. The... <laughs> I mean, yeah, with you, the yeah, you understand that a single gold coin won't work. The oh, okay. cube All right, so won't I'll work. use the I'll use the cube as an attempt instead. Then, if that's okay. <laughs> um, sorry, you said I'm gonna have to define possession. I yeah. was like, wait, how am I getting possessed no, by no, no, scrying no. on a dragon? I have to define, I have to define <laughs> what possession confused. means. As, I'm not saying it's impossible, but because the spell doesn't define what possession means, so therefore I have yep. to define what possession means. That's very, that's very fair. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I mean, it doesn't matter because she rolled a natural one. Uh, mm. you see the mountain. Is he crushing <clears throat> someone's head? No. Oh, shit, mom's home. I'll watch a little bit and see, since I know sort of her rough dimensions and orientation, see if I can pick out where they're, I, I'm yeah. assuming she's give outside. Me, give me a perception check. Okay. Yay, still having foresight. 25. You notice that there is a particular segment of the mountain that is disconnected from the rest of the mountain? Uh-huh. And upon shifting the sensor slightly closer, uh, you are able to discern that, yes, Panarth is here. That mountain, part of that mountain is Panarth. Right. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll break the scry, and he will stalk back inside, very much out of temper. Well, she's back. Well, that answers that question, and probably... Yes, it plan, so. does. Well, we can always... Go kick some other slightly less mountainous sized dragon's ass eventually if we need more funds, I suppose. I'm sure we can find another dragon. Almost certainly. I come from the dragon peaks. That's kind of where I, my mind was going on that, yes. <laughs> I, I just want to say out of character, now that you're not going to do it, do you have any idea how furious? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> Harry would be. If there would have been a worry about Panarth anymore because Harry would be the making sure you were more worried about her. Uh, the two of you retire to bed. Anything else right. anybody else is doing before long rests happen? Aaron, I'm gonna try and. Hopefully unobserved, make my way over to Harry's room. Be a stealth check. Cool. Harry, how hard are you asleep? Um I don't know. What's my constitution save for my massive drinking? <laughs> constitution saving throw. 
Ah, likely asleep. Give me a perception check with disadvantage. Wait, that's survival, not stealth. The buttons are next oh, to each other. Why did I even? But why did you even bother asking? Because you can always you roll a natural, natural twenty. One time. <laughs> nope. Four. All right, you don't notice anything. At least I let you roll rather than just going off your off your passive perception. <laughs> For those at home, by the way, my passive perception is six. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Corbin is going to get the real soon interest of doing magic, sleight of hand magic tricks in front of you. <laughs> oh my god! Lulu, you stealth into Harry's room. I nudge Harry slightly. Harry, Harry. I'm sandwiched. What? I need your help. What I do? I didn't do. What? 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 Who do? What? What? You know. You know words. Paperwork. Words. Writing. Yeah, I. I. I, I can write. I'm not like a legal expert. If that's what you're asking. I. I don't know the difference. I. I have a plan, but I need someone who's going to help me with the words part. Okay. What do you Will need? You help. It depends on what you... I mean, let's cut to the chase. Yes, I will. But what do you need? So I don't... I still don't entirely understand this last names thing. Uh-huh. But... Paperwork, civilization, last names... Making families. Right. <laughs> this is a plan. So I need you to do the paperwork. <laughs> you or... just said a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't detect any through line to them. <laughs> We're missing some connective tissue here. I did proper <laughs> nouns, but no adjectives or verbs. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, who 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 do you want to give last names to? Probably Hope. Whose last name do you want Hope to have? <laughs> I don't really understand that part of it. That's part of why I need help. I could hire a scribe if I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. She'd be nice. She'd know she's wanted and stuff. There's, she keeps on walking away from us. Oh, my God. Oh. No, no. No, no, no. That is, that is, that is, that, that. I need a drink. Um, all right. So, so I want to. Like, I get what you're looking for. Wynn uh, said no blood trading, and Hope didn't seem very happy about the idea either. So I wanted to do the civilization version of officially family. Hope Gashferon. <laughs> <laughs> and so I figured. That was my. If we. 
did the legal name change part because Hope hates paperwork, she'd be really grateful and she'd know we love her. <laughs> this is the worst idea ever. And I mean that in a literal definition of ever. I'm in. <laughs> uh, that said, so uh, Lou, this is the, this is, this is a, uh, it's very admirable. I see what you're going for. There are some roadblocks to the plan. Okay. They're not necessarily insurmountable with the right amount of trickery and um, help and um, more help. Okay. Uh, 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 problem one, generally civilized society doesn't allow you to give someone a last name without their written consent. So we need to fake Hope's written consent. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I said. I, I, um, I think that's the that part I can probably accomplish. Um, second, I don't know exactly what the legal requirements are for having a last name here in core like for not for having one anyone can have one but assigning one so i'm not from core so i don't know what these specific laws are and looking at this place there are probably a lot um because this is the kind of bureaucratic bullshit place that 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 would have a lot of laws about that kind of thing um that said, we can we can find someone. Hmm. All we need to do is find someone. Okay, I'm coming up with a plan here. I I think I know where we could find someone. Remember how Corbin and Hope like freaked out when we went to that bar that one time? <laughs> I assume yeah. that's because that was an illegal bar or something, right? People who don't like the law do all of the things that the law doesn't like, right? I mean, probably a legal bar full of illegal people, but yeah. Yeah, okay. Same yes. thing. I like Same the thing. idea of an illegal bar. Like, the bar itself is just illegal. It's called a speakeasy. Yeah. yeah. That bars too. We clearly understand these distinctions. Of course, it might be an illegal bar, too, because we don't know if they have their proper zoning paperwork. Um, <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> we don't even know if they have an alcohol license. Right. But anyways. It might just so... shoot the inspector every time he comes around. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> Here's the plan as I <laughs> How do you know he's the inspector? He's the guy with the gimpy left leg. <laughs> Duh. Same Step leg every one. time. Yeah. Step one is we find somebody who can do this. A clerk in the city, something like that. Step two. One of us pretends to be Hope because they would have to be in person for this kind of thing, I'm assuming. Step three, we somehow managed to get, because I'm going to assume that there will be details like, I don't know, height, weight. Please impersonate Hope by being two halflings in a trench coat. Are height and weight something that we need like to be measured for or? No, no, we can say it, but yeah. 
we are very different in dimension than we just yeah. need the proper spell to impersonate hope. I... Once that happens, it's gonna be a piece of cake, and the legal the the clerk can help us through every portion of the legal part of it that we don't understand. Okay. We just need to get a spell to illusion or polymorph one of us. Probably me. Mm -hmm. No offense, I don't think you'd be able to pretend to be Hope very well. Well, I, I don't know the things that I would need to say and what they would ask. So, um, yeah. Um, I mean, with these, it should be pretty easy. Mine's empty right now. Go talk when into giving you a, to, to, to putting a poly. Actually, I will talk when. Uh, mine's empty as well. Okay. When into giving me a polymorph spell. I just have to figure out how, like what the justification <laughs> Actually, no, I'm just going to say, I want polymorph. And, he, and then he's he's going to say why. And then I'm going to say, because I want fucking polymorph. And if you don't, I'm going to stab you in the knee. And then he's going to give me polymorph. Assuming he has polymorph. Um. <laughs> You're not wrong. And, and it won't be even remotely. Out of he knows who you can get a polymorph from. Right. And it won't even be remotely out of character for me to do any of that. Nope. Yeah. We okay. have a plan. Good plan. All right. Thanks. I'm going to go back to sleep now. I was waiting for you to like rush to Gwyn's room right then and there. Oh, no. No, no. no. We're not that stupid. <laughs> there are certain things that there 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 are certain things that that uh, Harry does not need to see. Half <laughs> orc banging a wood elf. That is most certainly one high of them. Elf. High elf, high elf, and that's high something elf. I need to see. High elf, thank you very damn much. Yes, just go online; it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. So you all eventually come to terms with the concept of sleeping. Yep. <laughs> and sleep. Yep. The next day dawns. Hope, you're in a field with a yep. tent. Uh-huh. That you bought to replace the tent that got destroyed by badgers. No, I had an extra one. <laughs> yeah, you you, you're in, you're in the field with your spare tent because the first one was destroyed by badgers. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. All right. This one has not been destroyed by badgers yet. Nope. Give Rather than turning into a dragon, because I can only do that twice, I'm just gonna fly back. Okay. You leave your tent out there. No, I take it with me. Okay, you pack the tent up and fly back. You pack the I'm tent up. I'm going to try to find Gwen first thing in the morning. You absolutely can find Gwen first thing in the morning. Yep. Gwen, you are found first thing in the morning. <laughs> Question. Am I found before or after I leave the room I'm sleeping in? That's up to you. Before. I feel like that's up to Harry. Okay. <laughs> well, no, because it depends on how it depends on when you wake up. Because if you wake up before Harry gets out of her drunken stupor, then that's a, that, that's actually a <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Gwyn is usually a fairly early riser. Okay. So yeah, yep. So I go find you wherever you are. Table, 
cup of cup of hot tea. Gash goes probably Gash goes probably across with the water. Harry, my tattoo is empty. Steel wind strike. Uh, polymorph. Can't help you there. Um, Galadier. Cool. Or and she's gone. Okay. <laughs> so you leave the mansion. Yep. You head presumably to Galadier's tower. Yep. You knock on the door. Yep. It opens. Yo. You go inside. There are three Galadiers having a conversation in the main room. All three of them look over at you. Which one of you guys can cast Polymorph into my tattoo? They sort of stare at you without saying anything. <laughs> Where's the one that can? You get the feeling they're trying to process the initial request. <laughs> I promise it will glass loading. Loading. Pardon me, what? They say in unison. Polly, so this tattoo can store spells. I need polymorph. Gwen doesn't have polymorph. And why would I give you a polymorph spell? Because it will be very useful for saving the world. As if you haven't already access to a wide variety of abilities and weaponry and spells that are equally useful? Yes, but what if... <laughs> I need to be a squirrel. <laughs> I mean, I was. What if I need to be? I don't know. Um, an elephant, because I need. I, I need more than strength. I need bulk. In what universe would you need to be an elephant when you have at your disposal a half orc who I? can say with some amount of certainty can probably lob a catapult. <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, I can lob a catapult, but again, bulk. I'm trying to foresee the instance in which the bulk of an elephant in Any particular... Number, look, I we have all sorts of great offensive capabilities, Right? I mean, literally the world of uh, of of offensive capabilities, not actual use of literally, but, um, but and 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 sure, Gwen's got utility, but we could use some more. And the way I see it, polymorph is one of the most utility, most diverse utility spells. I mean, I can go, but I can go pay somebody else to do it if you're not cool. He walks over, Just touches continue. your hand. There, now leave me alone, and walks away. Would I instinctively know whether he cast something else in it? Yes, you it, he, okay. he put polymorph in your hand. Sweet, thank you. And I wander off. It is true polymorph, but still. <laughs> it's better. <laughs> Even oh, no. fucking better. 
I reward my players coming up with bullshit on the spot. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I, am, uh, I am so excited for the opportunity to, 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 to use a ninth level spell in a low level prank. <laughs> I would say I'm sorry for instigating this, but I had several weeks to think on it, and I did it anyway. <laughs> so you're clearly not sorry. No, not that sorry, no. <laughs> Hope you arrive back at the mansion, presumably. Yep. Uh, walk in. God, I'm just thinking of Harry True polymorphing in, into into Hope and then leaving it for the duration of the spell and it just becoming until dispelled. And so Harry has just become Hope. I have become oh, Hope, destroyer geez. of... <laughs> destroyer of worlds. No, no, just leave it. Destroyer of, and then it's just a dot, 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 nothing else. <laughs> I have become Hope, destroyer of Hope, psyche. Uh, weird, uh, everything all right? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, did you welcome back? Plan is back to the tower as soon as everybody's ready. I think was the agreed upon. Unless you have. Nope. Sweet. Is Harry back? Harry is probably um. Talking to Galadir, I think she has a fantastic plan on how she can murder more things by turning into things. Mm. Okay, <laughs> that is true. I can turn into things now too, and I'm very excited about it. So I excellent. All right, Harry. Huh? What? I th I think I think she said she'll go grab Harry. Magician, Wizard Tower, Harry. Yes. Mm. Tower. I'll go grab Harry. Sweet. Uh, uh, everybody meet outside the Tower of the Gods, say no later than noon. Cool. Okay. Just me time. I to sit down in an armchair with a book. All right. <laughs> Wait, Hope's reading a book? Yes, I am. <laughs> Gwyn is going to see what book Harry uh, Hope is reading. Okay. It's the history of, of uh, wherever Umbral Forest It's one thing. of the histories of the Umbral Forest. Yep. I am staring at the same page. Which page? Um, are there pictures? No. Okay. Um, are there charts? Yes. I stare at a chart. You're staring at the chart of uh, you. There, there's a. It's a lineage chart, isn't it? No, no. <laughs> Somebody charted out the success rate of the uh, foreign dignitaries trying to get into Enter. the Emperor Forest, and it's a very low line <laughs> at, at zero for a long put it up time. To my, to my face, so I can see if there's any like little blips. If it's a big time span, no, it's it's a big time span, but it's at zero <laughs> for a long time. Then it goes up to one, then back down to zero, and and then it goes up to one, goes up to two, three, then back down to zero, Ooh. and then up to one again at the current date of publication. Okay, I check the date on number three. On uh, when try it had, and find that pay that oh, when that, it had like, three section. When it had three, yes. three ambassadors, uh, mm -hmm. that seemed to have been about fifty years ago. 
Okay. I'll start. Turn on. Doing research on the umbral. Yes. You're I grew there, up there you? if you have any questions. Yes. What was it like? Because this history book says it's just like wars and wars and wars. In a word, Winferon, xenophobic. Isolation. Yes. <laughs> Those are two um, words. Yep. <laughs> very resistant. Insular. Uh, highly opposed to the concept of generally the entire outside world. One of the primary reasons I left. Huh. When did you leave? That would have been about 40 years ago. Dang it. Damn it. Okay. Um, oh, so we you were there. What what's this blip right there? I turn back <laughs> to the there were like three diplomats that came. Do you remember uh... that? Or where 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 are you from there? Wait, I go I go to the front of the book where there's usually or the back where there's the map. Yeah. The area. Yeah. What area? Uh, the upper uh, forest yep. is the upper forest is uh, sort of separated out into three major areas. There is the kingdom, uh, the, the the sort of the ruling kingdom whose name has changed over the years as royal families have been deposed and reinstated and deposed and reinstated um, that sort of lies on the northern coast of the Umbral Forest within the forest itself but with you know access to the water uh, then there is what is referred to as the Mid Forest which is basically the circle the, the section of forest beyond the city beyond the metro area and the Deep Forest which is everything else um, and uh, three sections yeah um the most people live either in the metro area or in the mid forest very few people live in the deep forest um mostly creatures of shadow and death live in the deep forest yeah no gwyn's from the more metropolitan kingdom northern area uh, oh. um okay. can i make a history check to see if he knows anything about those three ambassadors sure <laughs> that's a 25 uh the 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 rate of ambassadorial uh, success changed with the rate of the royal families. Uh, mm -hmm. Those three ambassadors were killed in the coup that killed that royal family. Right. <laughs> but yes, no. There was a certain dynasty that was slightly more tolerant of information coming from the outside world had at least a modicum of interest in exterior diplomacy, and then once they got murdered, diplomacy got murdered along with them, including the three uh, representatives there. Ah. Okay. All right. Yeah, anyway, that, that's what I'm reading. Hmm. Why, what, why the sudden interest? Uh, because blood type thing said. Ah, ancestry research. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's pointless. <laughs> anyway, to the tower. 
I mean, we have a few hours, but yes. All right. Ooh, Hope I, sat down I, and read three pages of the book as if that yes. would make time go past. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Hope has heard of this thing being called called being lost in a book, and she assumes that it is the Metal Gear Solid. That has happened to her. Metal She's, Gear Four. It's novels now. Yeah. <laughs> Five. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Novels, not not history books. Ah, uh, I have to go shopping. <laughs> Best of luck then. I got my I don't his head I... turned, and I'm having him squeeze through the door. Come on. What? Okay. This is what? Let's go too. Is... <laughs> I don't think I've had more severe conversational whiplash in a week. Okay. It's very big. Why do the big problem that he's having right now is that the ox's horns go straight out rather than why I'm having so it turn like, his head. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like trying to get a dog to stick in his mouth bolt. through a door. Like that oh. is one stuck melon. <laughs> Can you make the like doorways bigger? Yes. Okay, you're just choosing not to. Well, I mean, I would have to, next time I make oh, it, I can make okay. them bigger. But uh, yes, no, these are relatively fixed currently. Uh, if you, uh, Corbin, if you want to back back him up. Yep, yep. Push and then we can all just leave and I I'll know. end the spell and he'll just sort of. All right. Is... Are you? Okay. The whole time you guys were having that conversation, Corbin was outfitting Bosco <laughs> too with his riding gear as well. Oh boy. <laughs> so you eventually get everyone outside of the mansion, including Bosco. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lulu, you catch up to Harry as Harry is wa uh, leaving the tower. Um, through the silent speech. Do we have time to do it before noon? Nope. Well, we're supposed Almost to meet at noon, so your call. Let's see. Uh, we can we can hold off. <clears throat> um, that's fine. Oh, my mark has been empty for a while. Gosh, I was indicating it. Well, yeah. If you, I'm gonna see if any of the clerics have high level cleric spells because for. Or paladin spells, because for some reason I feel like that might be cast at a higher level when I use it. Or a less mechanical version of that statement that doesn't come to my brain right now. Uh, are you looking for anything particular, dear? Mm -hmm. Alright, so Lulu goes to find, uh, really quick, any any temples in particular that you're looking for, Lulu? Um... that seem particularly like they might have actual spellcasters in them as opposed to non-casting priests or whatever yeah, yeah, based yeah. on conversations I've had with the party about. Yeah, so you're looking for one of the bigger temples, which, uh, rather than the Probably. shrines. Yeah, yeah. You, you'll, you'll be able to find someone uh, who can give you uh, four uh, four pricing, 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 pricing. Uh, for 200 gold, someone can put the heal spell in oh, your hand. Oh, yes, I will do that. I was looking for mass Q wounds, but I will definitely take heal instead. No cool. one has, no one unfortunately has mass heal, but... 
It's a ninth yeah. level spell. I wonder why. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not looking for mass heal. I'm just looking for something that's sizable and um yeah. uh and so Gashgard, I I've been wanting to experiment with more high impact magic because it definitely seems something that's caught my interest. And while my powers aren't at that field yet, they're definitely interesting to play around with. All right. The ring gives me a taste of it, she says, indicating the, the, the ring of fire elemental command. Oh, are you looking for something rather... Are you looking for an evocation? Something that will fuck somebody's shit up? Are you looking for something a bit more utilitarian? What are we... I'm currently in the mind of more offensive magics, but if you have any particularly fun ideas, I'm all ears. Well, uh, <clears throat> how's your focus currently? Are you able to maintain a level of concentration? If I need to. Because you remember that uh, sword that I conjured that I can give you one of those. Uh, if you're, uh, if you want to make the ice wall, I've got one of those prepped currently. Um, I'm trying to think what else I have that might be useful in terms of offense. The I've been giving everybody the steel wind strike just because it's fairly applic broadly applicable. Um, and those are a little easier to recover, but uh, if you want, I <laughs> I can let you, I can give you a, a offensive symbol um, where you inscribe a rune and didn't you summon days? summon a storm in the form of a sphere in the middle of the storm sphere is perfectly legitimate as well. Yes, absolutely, that's easy enough. That that seems a little bit within the flavoring of my particular skill set. All right, then. So he will cast Storm Sphere into, uh, that's a level four. Um, and let me see if I can, God damn it. No, I want you to put it out as a spell card. Let's see if this works. There we go. All right, so that's what you have. Yes. At what level? Uh, just fourth level, standard level. Hmm. All right. Hope and Corbin, where are you going? Uh, Hope's not hanging out with Corbin. Um, uh, I'm that was go that fine. was. Let me let me rephrase that. Hope, comma, Corbin, comma. There we go. Where are you going? <laughs> I'm going to go uh buy a bunch of daggers because mine a bunch of mine melted. All right, yeah, you can buy this so. from Market Price. Sorry, you froze for me. What? You can buy this from Market Price. Yep. Um, and then I'm going to start asking around um, for... Doo -doo -doo. Let's see. There's dust that makes people sneeze. <laughs> 
and yes, it's called pollen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but dust of sneezing and choking. You're the most called pollen again. We're the most random fucking characters. You've yet to describe something that isn't pollen. Yep, it's a magical item. <laughs> it's, it's still pollen. Okay. Pollen is not magic. Ah, oh, damn it. Okay. There Tell might that. be magic pollen. Uh, Tell that to John Sinuses. Yeah. All right. Uh, but I'm dust, just looking you're, you're looking cool for magic shit. you're looking for dust of sneezing and choking though, which is a yes. which is a magic light. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah, you can find that. Okay. That's about, uh, that you. You can the, a pouch of dust of sneezing and gold would be about a hundred gold. <laughs> dust sorry, of sneezing and gold. Sorry, sneezing and choking would be about a hundred gold. Was, okay, uh, I'll buy that. Just take a take a hit take a hit of this, and you'll be sneezing gold coins for hours. <laughs> That's always um, exciting. It's like the most painful way to get rich. <laughs> that sounds like a great like karmic punishment. <laughs> Genie wish Midas situation you though. Out gold, and then, but then it turns to copper before your eyes. <laughs> no, no, you just have to sneeze it out. It means it has to pass through your nose. Yeah. So it's like the Yuki Ona pearl situation, but even worse. And then uh, there's like necklaces and things that can help you not die. There are. Uh, Most of them require attunement. They do. Hmm. Damn it. Um. Not the periaptive health. That one doesn't require attunement. Doesn't someone in the party already have one of those? Yeah, but it's not me. Or maybe Selena. Maybe Selena had it. I think Selena. I feel like someone had a periaptive health at some point in time. I don't know. You might There's a couple people who ha- can't. The previous uh, uh, GTA, not GTR. Yeah, it no, might have been GTA. No, I feel like someone in GTR had a periactive health at some point. It's somebody who's not in the party anymore. I, don't I think it was Staphylus, honestly. Uh, that's right. That's who it was. It was Staphylus. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, periapt of health. Yes. Because we've fought a lot of creepy demon things that give you spell periapt correctly. Um, yeah, you can find periapt of health. That's easy enough. Okay. Uh, how much is that? Two hundred gold. Okay, I will buy that as well. Um, do do do, and then. Let's see. No, that's yeah. That's uh, that's what I'm looking for. I'm good. All right, Corbin. Uh, I'm gonna go pick up that armor that I commissioned the other day. Yep. And uh, you're already. Did you pay for it beforehand? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you got the. Uh, and then I will uh, have it out or have it outfitted, and then uh, yeah, I'll have to wait for the saddle, but. Um, I don't really have anything else to do right. to go get. So, so yeah, I'll get... just, yeah, I'll, that, I'll ride that was around. Get barding used. for Bosco, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you've got, so you got barding, you got barding for Bosco 
and you are done with your shopping. Uh, is anybody else doing anything else before meeting up at the tower? Take that as a no. Alright, so you all meet up at noon <clears throat> in front of the tower. Presumably, open the door and go in. Yep. 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 <clears throat> Inside. What's up? Ins- what up, slap nuts? Oh, you think we're just gonna let you do, ju- just just push us in the door? No, banter <laughs> first. <laughs> I was waiting for the banter. <laughs> Gwyn hands Harry half a sandwich. Lulu tries not to get crushed by the box text that's angry at us now. <laughs> just looming over your head, it's just this like black square with a white line around. It's that thing where the shorter members of the party, like the box text, is in front of their face <laughs> because they didn't think about that when they put the camera in. Yeah. Harry just looks at Hope and does a snort, half laugh for no reason. <laughs> what? Nothing. I need to make an insight check because Hope's a suspicious person and I don't Harry's weird (laughs) make an insight check the other thing that I did was outfit Bosco too with uh, his horseshoes (laughs) of the Zephyr one time you succeed in insight (laughs) Harry are you trying to hide what's so funny I mean She's just very amused by something. It's okay. not a mind reading stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Hope uh, Harry is very amused by something about you. Fine. Let's go in. You got something on your face, by the way. What? I the nose. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Lulu will start preparing and pouring some tea for everyone. We took that pipe back, right? Yes. <laughs> I, d- I did not hand it to her. I think you gave her a habit. Lulu is making tea before you guys step through the door. Whether or not that stops anyone. Okay. Do we need to, like, drink that? It was going? useful last time. It was. What'd that stuff do? It established it telepathic bonds. Oh, brain talk. Hmm. So that it doesn't matter how loud things are. Hmm. Or if we get separated. Or that. I will give everyone tea. If they drink it or not, it's up to them. But hopefully the group will get convenient communication out of this. Yep. Um, and John, you never specified, so it may just last an hour. And because I wasn't there to check it the week that it would have ticked over... Never mind. Or did we establish that there was a longer term on the teapot? I thought I could have sworn we did. Yeah, no. There's a there's a longer term on there's a longer term on the teapot. I may not I may not have written down what the longer term was. Okay, we'll say it's eight hours. All right, I remember it being said on stream. Yeah, yeah, that it was until your next long rest. Okay. We'll say long, like? long rest and works. So then write down that it's until the next long rest. I will default to what I have said previously. <laughs> All right. We're Thanks. In. Sorry, I didn't record that. That's fine. That's fine. Is there a sloth? So you step through the door. And I'm once again greeted by a fairly plain looking room, a large hourglass, slowly draining of sand. 
Wynn does not stop to analyze the hourglass and walks straight to the lift. Mm. All right. Let's yep. go. All right. Follow. You all pass the hourglass and head straight to the lift. Yep. Door closes behind you. The lift begins to rise. Once again, the walls turn transparent as you look out look out uh, over the city and over the horizon. Or over the How many more levels do we have ahead of us? <laughs> Two, Two, I think. Two. Two. Nearing the end. Indeed. As this solemn discussion ends in an indeed. Oh no. Bosco is also uh, in the telepathic bond, apparently. Does that uh, does work Bosco on a creature with low in- What is Bosco's intelligence? intelligence? Six. The proper question. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. <laughs> it's because he's a magical steed. <laughs> he has an intelligence of six. Okay. Um, I wanted to see if it worked. I didn't. This is the first time I cast the spell, so I didn't know. <laughs> okay. So here's an important question. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, if there's enough. GM, yeah. I would have only prepared six T's because that was what I thought we had in terms of party. If two people split one of the teacups, what happens? Because it can be up to eight people, and admittedly, we have six. Yeah, no, I think as long as you drink, so, uh, the number of teacups doesn't matter. It's the ingestion okay. of the tea. So we need to we need we need to calculate body weight per serving. No, I'm saying the number of teacups doesn't matter because it would suck for no. you to break a teacup and then have to not have somebody in the telepathic bond when you could just Legit. pour another cup and hand it to someone. So. Mm -hmm. So, so like dosage doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, dosage doesn't matter. Just imbibing of the tea. The teapot, when brewed, the teapot brews enough for eight people. You might not drink it all, right. but it brews enough. So we just hear in our heads. No, because the because Bosco is a celestial being in the form of an ox. So you hear mooing in celestial. <laughs> <laughs> It's more one musical. of those things where, depending on the language you're speaking, the onomatopoeia changes. Yes, <laughs> cries, cries in Spanish. Slightly, <laughs> slightly more musical with an uptone at the end. Mm. <laughs> it's boo it's mooing with a harpsichord in the back. <laughs> yeah. The mooing is the harpsichord. It's it's the Lara Bailey sound effect, but yeah. by a cow. Oh goodness. <laughs> Anyways. His wisdom is 10? <laughs> I don't know. He has three times the wisdom of my character. Over three times. It's, it's cow stats. <laughs> Except he gets uh, power, like the powerful build thing. So I mean, actually, no. That is fair. That is legit because a cow is smart enough to get the fuck out of the way. Chris <laughs> is running at them. Yeah, that's I would argue yeah, that the cow is wiser than Monster that. Foot was descending on Harry and a cow. The cow would run away, and Harry would stay there with a sword. Yeah. Yep. 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 Harry would. Harry would. Would human thumbtack that shit. I'm the D four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. The elevator, the lift gets to the top of the tower. 
You find yourself once again in this abstract white room made of uh, squares that don't quite fit together properly uh, with a pedestal in the middle. And there is the glowing symbol of the beacon above it. Who has the beacon right now? I do. All right. Doesn't Hope always have the beacon? Usually, sometimes Corbin has it. I had it for a little while. Trading off? No. Not. We (laughs) haven't really noticed the need for it, but if you'd like to have it, I'm sure Hope would be willing to fight you for it. No, it's mine. I'm holding it. You know. Hope's also the one that has a deal to end the cycle of endless destruction and recreation. So it's also almost three feet long. So it's 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 like a it's a almost fairly sizable rod at this Harry. point. <laughs> Harry pointedly looks at, pointedly looks at Hope's knee, and then turns around and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> I will walk up to the beacon thing. The next, the next piece, by the way, is yeah. a foot long. Exactly. Oh, boy. Inches. All right. Lulu walks As up. all of us are like, our next character is going to be a monk. So <laughs> they can actually use the thing. I am a monk. What are you talking oh. about? <laughs> I was trying really. I tried to get John to answer whether I could use this thing as a as a staff. No, you cannot use <laughs> you it as a staff. Did not answer. You cannot use. I was not. trying really, really hard to turn the footlong reference into a subway reference. Yeah, I was right there with you. It just kept going. It, it, that it was that was very intentional. Yes. In the dirty direction of footlong, <laughs> right. I couldn't. I, no matter how much I tried to reorient it, it kept veering right. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. Yeah, I was trying to move before we had to address that explicitly, but yes. And I was trying to address it before we moved on. <laughs> this is our games, folks. Interesting that yep. it curves to the right for you. Most of the times it just curves up or to the left, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It landed eventually. <laughs> uh, so after Lulu touches the beacon thing, what happens? Uh, nothing. You all have to stand around it. You know how this works. <laughs> yep. Go stand around it. Gwyn, Gwyn ushers everybody in. Come on. You all stand around it. You all stand around it, and the, 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 the lights pop up in, sequen- in sequential order, and the world around you vanishes. You find yourself standing on the bow of a ship. Oh, okay. Floating through, st- through a sea of stars. Oh, I've been here. Mm-hmm. Y- you have? Gwyn whips around and looks for Gith. There is no one else on the ship but you. You're on what looks to be a fairly sizable galleon, like a massive ship, uh, sort of just set adrift in a sea of stars. There are, in place of, in place of like traditional rigging and sails, there's a large crystal floating in the middle of the, sort of in the middle, where, in the middle of the ship where the mast would be. Um, and, uh, where, and then, but, uh, sort of a traditional, like, ship's, ship's helm at the far end, uh, where the pilot would stand. Um, all the traditional, aside from, aside from the, aside from the crystal, it's laid out like a fairly large traditional ship, sans rigging, um, 
with a large open co- with the loss of a large closed cargo hap- uh, hatch in the middle of the sort of just off the, the crystal mast. Um, yeah, you are also standing at the prow of the ship. See, Ashkar, do you know how to pilot one of these things? If it's just like sailing a regular ship, then maybe, but I somehow doubt that it's quite so simple. Hmm. You have to get the ship to go. Are there? I was thinking of getting a spyglass. I should have done it. Um, looking out on the horizon, are there any like features, islands? There's no horizon. There's no You're horizon. In a sea of There's stars. No... You're in are space. Are there any features in the stars <laughs> around us? Uh, there are. There are a few larger uh, sort of objects that are sort of uh, you can only really see just from the silhouette they implant on the star on the field around you but there's mm-hmm. a, and there is sort of a omnipresent light source just around you and emanating from the crystal itself uh, but there doesn't seem to be any distinct shapes uh, beyond the beyond the ship itself but you, you see you see Jack you were looking for the gith what you didn't notice was the gith <laughs> Lulu will smile brightly I remember this time and wave hands casting locate object for the piece of the stick that we are looking for because that's a spell I have now uh, it appears to be very nearby it appears to be just below the X uh, we just need to go down well let's see what's down let's lead the way then <laughs> Yep. You can following Lulu. You, you head down. I am looking for a, whatever hatch or staircase. Yeah, you, you find a, you find a hatch that leads to a, a ladder that climbs down. You all head down into the cargo hold. Um, inside the cargo hold, uh, there seem to be a, a wide variety of stone crates. Um, like so they're they're sort of basically look like wooden crates, but have been petrified. Do they still feel, does it still feel down or does it feel in here? It feels like it's in this cargo area. Okay. Um, I'm going to sort of walk, start walking past the crates, see if any of them. Hey, Lulu, there was a, there was a thing um, in the sandcastle we were in, there was someone who turned things to stone. Yeah, petrifies a spell. I know. Yeah. So watch out just in case. I don't know if. Do I, I see any me. petrifying snakes or anything? Give me a perception check. All the crates are petrified or just a few? All of them. And I'm kind of trying to take a listen around to see like if any sounds are bouncing around. And you're trying to smell, so yeah, it'd be smell. Um, yes. I'm trying to hear. Anyone else, if can make a, anyone else can make a perception check as well, yes. Now I have morning. advantage from steady eye. I um, have advantage on that, so 25. Does steady high g- eye give you advantage to hear? Uh, it just says perception checks. It does not say <clears throat> gain advantage on any perception check made on your turn to find a hidden creature or object if you do not move during that turn. So I'm going to okay. pause and just listen. Yeah, go ahead. So. Negative two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> 27. Harry is doing the lick test on the crates. Harry, <laughs> yeah, Harry, you reach over and bite one of the stone chests. One of the stone crates. It, it tastes like stone. 
Gwyn is taking a minute to cast foresight on himself. Is there is there is there a a, a decent amount of mold like this the moisture? No, no, just just environment. Tastes like a better rock. Sedimentary. It's a rock. Um, there are lick tests you can do on rock. Yeah, Gashkar and Hope, looking around and, and listening around, doesn't seem to be anything uh, in in the cargo hold other than you guys in these stone crates. Uh, Lulu mm-hmm. and Corbin with your natural twenties. Um, there's nobody else here other than you guys, as far as you're aware. So I'm still being careful and watching for any traps or anything, but I'm trying to move through the crates looking to see if any of them are like, oh, hey, it changed directions. It's probably in that crate or in that direction. That sort of thing. Yeah. You, no matter, you sort of, so you maneuver through and no matter where you stand, you, you, after a while, you sort of stop losing specific directions Mm -hmm. um, in this thing. It's like you, you can pinpoint it to this room, but you can't quite pinpoint where in the room necessarily it is. Something's interfering with the locate object spell the closer you get to it. Um, and, but you're also noticing that there doesn't seem to be any, like, normally you can see it. Like, when you, when you, when you get close to it, you can just see it. Like, it's, it's, it doesn't hide or anything like that. You can't find it. It's not, you're looking around and you're smelling. There's nobody else in here, but even without smelling, you, you're not seeing where it would be. Um, Gwen, you're the divination expert, right? Generally, in most rooms that I walk into. <laughs> okay. Um, assuming that this is one of those rooms, because none of the rest of us are really divination focused and level. Um, what interferes with locate object and where's it hiding? Well, there's a number of things that could interfere with divination attempts, and most of them are either <clears throat> able to be overcome by the prowess of the ind- person casting the divination spell, or they're simply lead. Strong words, lead substances, or but if. But it's I in mean, this room. I know it's in this room. If if you picked up on it at one point, then it's not something that's simply anti-divination by default. It may simply be something that is uh, dispersing the the signal or the uh, the impulse. It feels like it's a hiding yeah. challenge. Like well, the last ones didn't hide, but that wasn't the challenge. Yes. Um, challenge was about scary. how many crates are down here total? Uh, hard to tell because of their petrified nature and the fact that there are some stacked in piles and, and boxes, but it looks like it's a full cargo ship. Um, which uh, So we're talking a couple hundred a ship, probably at a least. A ship of this size, a couple hundred, yeah. Okay. You said there were different they're they're not all like identical no. are there are there any markings on the crate yeah like give me an investigation so. check gash card knocks on one and sees if it's hollow give me uh <laughs> and yeah no yeah yeah they're hollow <laughs> that's two in a row <laughs> Hope with a natural one? No, these things don't yep. have any markings of any kind. 
Corbin with a natural mm. 20? Yes, there are markings. Just, most of them are just sort of turned away. You'd have to actually wrestle. Like you can, you can see a little bit of one from where it's pressed up against a from where it's pressed up against will, a thing. I will rest it. You have to no. muscle Turn away. It. Give me an athletics check. Twenty-four. So you wrench this thing off of the pile, uh, a little bit too strong, uh, and it sort of falls out of your hands as you pull it. You weren't expecting it to just come away, and as it does, it sort of crashes to the ground and shatters open. I need to make a dexterity saving throw. Everyone or just Corbin? No, just Corbin. Just me, probably. As the, as the box shatters, so too does Corbin. Yeah, is this an effect that just targets me? <laughs> uh, it, or is an it an area? It's not an effect. Okay. Ten. Alright, you duck out of the way as... Hang on. Uh, is whether or not I get to use my shield to duck out of the way. You duck out of the way. I mean, it, you, you succeeded, so it's fine. Okay. Uh, you duck out of the way as a creature that looks to be... It looks to be like a brain on a claw. Oh. <laughs> just flies out of the broken box and past you disappearing uh, behind some more... Behind some more uh, stone crates. Singular claw? Yeah, singular claw. What the fuck was that? Um... It was a Metroid. <laughs> Did I get a look at it? <laughs> Give me a perception check. Okay. 23. I mean, it looked like a rock. Like a piece of the crate flew off. Okay. Anybody else see that? Um, did I? I want. I'll make I mean, a perception. You, you, yeah, go make a make a perception check. See if you saw anything yeah. other than just hearing him drop a box. Mm-hmm. Twenty-one. I mean, it looked like a rock. It looked like a piece of the box that was, he dropped flew off. It was. Um. What did you uh, see? A necklace? Something? No. No. Uh. So. Pulled the box to get a better look at. The symbol that I thought I saw and decided one of these, see if we glean anything from that. Box broke. Brain on a claw dove past me, at me, but I got it out of the way. Um, is that a kind of monster that would sound familiar to me? We had nature check. Okay. Um... The rock. Oh, it was a brain on a clock. Can Gwyn, Gwyn, can Gwyn go off that nature, go yeah, for that nature check as well? Yeah, you can give a nature check as well. 22. Oh, wait, that's a different one. Um, uh, Lulu... It doesn't, I mean, you're used to a very different kind of thing. Exposed brains aren't things that you end up seeing a whole lot unless it's, it was inside something that you killed. Yeah. Uh, so that doesn't say much to you in particular. Uh, Gwynferon, there are aberrations called intellective hours, but those are uh -huh. like a brain with legs. 
Right. Rather than a brain attached to a single claw. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be some sort of variant of that. But you didn't see it, so it'd be hard to identify. It's hard to identify just from an mm-hmm. from a casual single viewing of someone else's. Hmm. Well, I suppose we keep investigating and seeing if we can't narrow these down. Gwyn's going to just grab a random crate. Um, he's got uh, for his third eye, he's got see invisibility, so anything invisible within 10 feet of him, he can still see it. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll investigate this crate and see if it looks like there's any traps or any triggers to it. Sure, give me an investigation roll. It's a 30. Doesn't seem to be any traps on the crate itself, no. And then he'll just try and pry the lift the lid of, open. Give me an athletics check. 21 uh you 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 sort of break it because the again the lid is petrified with the rest of it so you're Mm -hmm. having to basically break it open you break it open give me a dexterity saving throw as you break the top off of this 15 all right you duck your head out of the way as something flies past you was i able to identify what it was it looked like a brain on a claw doesn't look like an intellect devourer. It looks like it might be related, but... Okay. And did it look like it... And then, can I follow where it went? Give me a perception check. Foresight is the best. Natural 20 for 30. Yeah, you can definitely see where it landed behind uh, another sort of pile of crates. You could probably go over and look for it if you wanted to. I was going to say, he's going to go chase that thing down and see if he can kill it. You go over, you you sort of, you, you all sort of watch Gwenfron rip the top off of a crate, which then, again, bits of it fly apart, and then Gwenfron turns and follows something. Wait, follow. did you see something this time, Gwen? I saw one of the same things. Okay. Uh, I'm going to dragon's tongue into crossbow mode. Mm-hmm. Aim. Whenever you're ready, let another one fly, and I'll try and shoot it down in the air. Well, I'm going to try and catch the first. I feel like if... Each of these crates that doesn't have the right thing has one of these things in it. It'd be good to hunt them down individually as best we can, and as opposed to letting them all out at once. Okay. Harry okay. is just about to open the. Uh, I'm looking and saying them out all at once. Not until we know what they are, what they can do, and what our odds of not getting murdered by them individually are. Gwenfron, you get over to the spot where you're pretty certain that thing landed, and there's just a uh-huh. bit, of, bit of broken crate here. He's going to take Weaveborn and smash it. It's a broken it is that bone. bit of broken crate out of place for where it, w- it should have landed from opening the crate up? I mean, Gwenfron didn't see a piece of broken crate fly over this way. You guys did, though. <laughs> Um, is that a weird flying pattern is what I'm asking basically is like should that have flown over there um, I mean it definitely the crate definitely exploded with more vigor than Gwynfron could typically apply to it 
Um, but with the amount of vigor that it exploded, no, it wouldn't be an odd flying pattern. Okay, I was like, I, I was curious if it like rounded a corner or something. No, 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 it, it arced. Okay. I'm looking inside one of the empty crates now that got opened. Okay. And seeing if there's any, if it's just empty or. Looks like there are. Like there was. You're looking, and there's some petrified like food stuffs. Okay. Um, like, like stone, like meat. food, like you'd feed, like, like, like a circus animal, no, kind like, of, like, like or... sausages, like, okay, like probably like they were just packed in meat. there, for... yeah, yeah, okay. So, um, got it. Gashkar is just kind of like go down the line, tapping crates with the, the butt end of Storm Herald and just seeing if any of them ring differently. He's still standing in front of one looking physically pained by the fact that she's not I'll have my <laughs> trained at the expected arc from Harry's crate okay uh Gashkar no they're all hollow none of them ring is like particularly full or particularly some empty of, like some of them they, they ring to different levels of being hollow but none of them are full mm-hmm. are um the previous times I have found the beacon, is there a radius where, like, it gets close? Like, where does the magnet kick in? Where the where it kind of like like shoots? right, 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 oh, very right close. next to it. Yeah. Really, okay, it's really very, close. very very so, close. So we're not opening them all at once. We're opening them one at a time. Right. Yes, but let me try one thing. Give me an athletics check, Harry. <laughs> Can I get an arrow shot off at the trajectory I see of? Yeah, the yeah. Assuming that Harry doesn't doesn't flub the athletics roll. Okay. I'm gonna. I would it. hope that I will not. I'm gonna grip a part of the. the I mean, uh, that's not great. Uh, Seventeen's still enough. Yeah. No. But uh, the 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 crate explodes. Harry, make a dexterity save. Lulu, make an attack roll. With I'm gonna use a bonus action to moving. activate. Uh, Thirty. Yeah, Harry, you duck out of the way as a as a brain on a claw flies out. Lulu, you nail uh, this uh, bit of crate that flies past, and it sort of hits the ground, stopping in its arc. Um, Corbin, you uh, take your you you pull out the red spear and then apply the pommel in the the sharp pommel to your palm, just sort of pushing the spear into your palm. Uh, and as you do so, the, the spear sort of sucks up the blood from your palm and begins to glow red. How many hit dice are you dealing to yourself? Three. I already rolled it. Three? Okay. Yep. All right. Your hit points are permanently reduced by 15. Yep. Uh-uh. I'm uh, sort of looking at... I, I'm looking at the thing I hit, but also going, Ah, uh, Harry, what's it look like to you? Did I get it? It looks like uh, brain in a box. Very different from what's normally in a box. Uh, is that what it looks like to me at this point, GM? No, it's, still... a, it's on the ground now. It looks like a piece of crate. And Harry, as you look over to the thing that got hit, now it just looks like a piece of crate. Gwyn's going to cast using uh, Weaveborn to cast, to spend three charges and cast Dispel Magic on whatever crate is closest to him, but still closed. Uh, sorry, what were you, you going to cast? 
dispel magic. Okay. Cast spell magic. So any spell affecting that crate that is level three or lower should immediately end. And any spell affecting it that is fourth level or higher, I'll need to make an ability check. Yeah, go make me go make me an intelligence ability check for me. Okay. Um, okay. So obviously there's an illusion or something here. The question is whether or not the brain hand things that I haven't seen yet are an illusion or if the rock is an illusion. So that should level dispel spells. I was going to say any spell level 13 or below. Cast dispel magic on a crate. It remains petrified. Huh. Okay. Methinks me you might be looking at the wrong form of magic to try finding rather than getting rid of. I'm going to try and use my silent speech to psychically connect with this piece of rock that Harry says looked like a brain at one point. You cannot connect to it. It is a piece of rock. This is... Trying that anyway, because yep. like, yeah. communication is one way that I can determine something. Yep. So there's a bunch of rock crates that when we open them, look like a monster. So we react and keep smashing them. Maybe there's ways to look through things without having to Maybe smash them open. open. It, not smash it. I pull out the lens of truth and start looking around. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We do have a truth site. You yep. pull out the lens of truth and you start looking around. As you look at these crates, the stone veneer through the lens of truth, the stone veneer falls away. And you see, you start seeing the actual labels and uh, aspects of these crates for what they were prior to being petrified. And it seems to be food store. Most of this seems to be food storage and uh, commodities. Um, you see that there's there are a couple that have bolts of that apparently have bolts of silk in them. A lot of them have food in them. Um, you look at the pieces that are broken off. Yes. They look to be, like, one of them, uh, the one that was shot by the thing, looks to have been part of the, just part of the wood. Uh, they don't see, they don't reveal, they don't reveal any sort of monster or anything. Okay, so we're still looking through the lens of truth. I kind of walk up to one of the unopened crates, look at it, and sort of, while looking at it through the lens, attempt to pry it open. Okay. Give me a... Uh, give me a athletics check. Shatter the rooftop. Uh, give me an dexterity saving throw. Uh, I must. Do I get my um, uh, danger sense? Yeah, sure. Thirteen. Um, can I try and shoot this one again? Sure. Um, you duck out of the way. Do you try to keep following it with the lens? Yes. Okay, give me an acrobatics check. Just see if you can keep up with it on the lens. Natural 20. Natural 20. Yeah, you perfectly follow that thing with the lens, and it's just a piece of wood. As it as doesn't you follow it, it with the lens. It doesn't even look like a brain claw. It doesn't even look like a brain claw. As you follow it with a piece of lens, and then pff, get shot out of the air by Lulu. Well, whatever you've been seeing is definitely an illusion, because it doesn't... It's... Just a piece of 
crate even to me with the lens. Okay. Well, what's in the crate? It's, it's an illusion on an Sorry, there were three questions asked to me at the same time. What were those? What's in the crate then? Uh, it looked like food stuff. Yeah. The petrification fell away underneath the lens. And then, Lulu, you'd ask me a question? Um, I did. Uh, but Aaron has forgotten in the 10 seconds that took. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, Hope, you'd ask a question as well? Uh, no. Uh, Harry asked a question, just... I think. Harry didn't ask a question. Harry made a statement. Ah. Which was, unless it's an illusion on top of an illusion. <sighs> that was the thing we brought in with us, though. This Harry is the going. thing that's here. Harry going with the Inception plan. This is Inception. <laughs> so, and the top or not. The, oh my god, my players have decided. There is no, there is no, there is no top, Harry. Uh, you hear, you hear in your food. head for some reason. Um, in the, the through the lens, does the food look normal? Mm, yeah. Uh, she's uh, gonna she's gonna see if she can take a bite out of some of it, or if it's actually made of stone when she tries to bite down on it. It's stone. Do, do interesting. I already did that. Ooh, I have a question. Yes. Corbin said the boxes had weird symbols on them. Weird symbols are letters. Yes, actually, can I read inventories when you look at them through the lens? Yeah, can I read? Can I read the lettering and see what it says? Words yeah, are hard. <laughs> yeah, it seems like the, the 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 lettering that Corbin was trying to look at was the like the the sort of what's in the box details that you can see through the lens. Do any of them box. say "piece of the world" or "magic thing that we need for the stick"? I was about to say, do, don't have a label. Do, and do any of them have unique um, labelings, or do I see the piece through one of the crates? Not that you can see immediately nearby, but you're in a room that is basically filled to the brim with these yeah, crates. Okay, so it I'll, take I'll, you I'll a just, while to search. Yeah, I'll just start walking the aisle with the lens, just kind of sweeping back and forth. And, that, uh, and, and then that's not even going to get the ones that are have their labels turned away, or the yeah. ones that are buried further in. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do a sweep while I, while I'm taking while I have this in mind. Yeah, right. give me an investigation roll. Um, I've got yeah, yeah, yeah. the worst one. To do and this. I'll pull out some of the chalk from my starter pack that I've never used. Twelve. Mm -hmm. Tell me which ones are not it, and I can start marking them off. All of these, she says, walking through. So yeah, so Lulu will draw very quick caricatures of cat whiskers on the ones that are not. So Lulu and Gashkar start wandering through, marking down crates. Hope hasn't moved. The other thing we could do is the last time there was like a stone pillar. Um, one of our party went in like ethereal and tried to reach through to it and didn't make it. So that'd be a faster way of kind of searching because you could Would just it really though having to walk through everything as opposed to merely having to look at everything. Are there? Well, you got to move some of those to get the like labels on top of crates. Are there some what? 
crates that are stacked on top of crates. Yes, yeah. there are crates on crates on crates. Yes, it's going to be quicker. My understanding was that the lens that lets me see through some of the crates. It lets you. The lens lets you see through the petrification. It lets you see into the crates. Okay, cool. Uh, that way, you can just walk through until you either find it or get blocked by something. Like you walk into a door. I'd have to find it within ten minutes if I did that. But, but. Do you have another use of that spell, or is it just the one time? It's the one time through the armor. Does anyone else have that spell? Nope. True sight? No. Um, Etherealness. Etherealness. I'd be able to tell you exactly which if I was able to find it, though. How... Now I've got to figure out... Based on my understanding of how big this this uh, ship is... Is would and how fast you can move in etherealness? Is it possible to get through the whole thing or in in ten minutes? In ten minutes, yeah. Like be an arcana roll because you've never been in the ethereal plane. Okay. Or or we could. Okay, so does the person using etherealness need the lens of truth? Twenty-one. I mean, po it's possible to make it through all, all like, so it's like sort of snake your way through the cargo hold if you were ethereal and could go through everything. That'd probably be a good idea to give them the the lens mm -hmm. in case um they become like all their stuff becomes ethereal too, yeah. right? All yeah, my stuff. Yeah. They, or uh, Harry looks very, very visibly annoyed right now. I can probably help. How? I can turn. I can polymorph into a ghost. <gasps> okay, uh, that works. Gwynferon. Yes. In your head, you hear from Weaveborn. If I'm hearing correctly, it sounds like some of your party members might be thinking of going ethereal here. Yes. I need to show you something, and your eyes suddenly flash as detect magic goes off because <laughs> Waveborn can do that. Yeah, that thing that Gashgar suggested a while back that never got done. Yeah. Uh, you see, you see through Waveborn's eyes, you see that this place, there is a flow of pressure moving through this moving through this room that mm. does not exist in the in the prime material plane okay you can sort of see it pushing and buffeting uh, uh throughout the entire thing and in your head we've borne comments that is an ethereal wind fascinating do I know what an ethereal wind is other than make, a wind in the ethereal plane? Make an arcana check. Okay. Uh, I clicked it. Did it not go off? Let's try that. There we go. 20. An ethereal, wow, wind, an ethereal wind is what happens when there. a wind elemental gets trapped in the ethereal plane. When, a, when, a, when the sort of the element of the plane of wind bleeds into the ethereal plane. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and basically, it becomes an uncontrolled monsoon. Ah. Uh, only on the ethereal plane, though. Guys, anybody making a push into the ethereal plane here is going to get the shit kicked out of them. And, Harry, it's not something you even can fight. 
You don't think that it would affect the ghost form? If Harry turned into a ghost, you don't think it would affect the ghost, but it would definitely affect Corbin if Corbin went ethereal in his plate armor. Okay. Uh, so, Corbin, you would be more susceptible to it. Because ghosts aren't ethereal. Ghosts don't exist necessarily in the ethereal plane. They're in the material plane. Right. <laughs> right. The border. But yeah. if you... Yes. So, uh, it's... Corbin, bad plan. If you're planning on shifting yourself into there, it's going to yes, bad, not not pleasant. Which way is the wind moving? Could transform into ghosts and do it. Potentially. I don't get why we're not just being slightly patient and doing this methodically and slowly. But okay. I'm fucking bored. Harry, Harry will eventually just start crashing through every single crate if we do it too if we do it too slowly. Fine. Every taking every bout bit of my very considerable willpower and self-restraint. I don't to, believe you. To uh, to, to to not just start smashing things. And uh, let me be specific. I believe it's taking every every ounce of it. I don't believe you have considerable willpower and restraint. I'm a fan. She's doing it, so that proves she does. Is is the wind going a particular direction? Maybe it's emanating or pushing toward this. Am thing. I able to pick up on the directional flow there? Give me a perspective. Give me a nature check. Okay. A nature check. It's <laughs> a natural 20 for 30. There's a lot of natural 20s going on so, here today. Sheesh. For whatever reason, you read a book at one point in time about weather effects caused by powerful magical artifacts. Mm-hmm. And there was there was a there was a there was a there was a, an entry that somebody had written down about how they had accidentally an entire ruin um, by <laughs> uh, by uh, accidentally these ruins uh, yes they had accidentally these ruins um, <clears throat> by uh, uh, activating a unstable magical artifact the magical artifact itself wasn't all that impressive it was uh, it was it was it was similar to a, like a bag of holding or something like that but they it was it had been damaged in some substantial way uh, and the damage caused to it when it activated caused its sort of magical reserve of energy just to sort of backlash catastrophically fail and backlash uh, enough to cause a tornado centered around the artifact and that's what accidentally the ruins Um, (laughs) theoretically the center of this monsoon in the ethereal plane could very well be the beacon and if the beacon is causing an ethereal monsoon, it may very well be that the beacon is on the ethereal plane, and that would be why Lulu's detect object isn't working correctly. Because it's partly here and partly not here. Ooh. Hmm. You made the hmm sound. We Which don't know what that means until you say more words. Well... Given that the nature of 
certain artifacts as can affect things. It's possible that this ethereal wind that I'm seeing is being caused by the beacon's existence. As sort of, and correct me if I'm wrong, John, an eye of the hurricane, but on the ethereal plane, as it were? Yeah. So if we can determine the epicenter of this phenomena, we might be able to determine where this is located. Can you see it? You said you could see it, right? Well, you can sort of see the effects of it right now. You can't necessarily like see the wind. Right. I can I can see the effects in the sense that like Lulu, when the wind blows through the forest, you can see the leaves that it tosses up, but you can't see the wind itself. If that but makes you sense. You can see the direction the wind is heading and follow that wind back to the wind elemental that's blowing. Potentially. Yes. Or just walk through and see where there is no wind effect if this is the eye that we're looking for. Conceivably. The inventory thing. Did looks directly at Corbin. Do civilization ships keep track of what they have? Would they put words anywhere but on the boxes for that? There should be a manifest in most ships, yes. If there's a, if there's, yeah, a captain's quarters or something, that's probably where it'd be? Or personal? A, a manifest would either be in the captain's quarters or if there's a quartermaster, it would be in their, it would be in their quarters. Mm-hmm. They said. Lulu. Not specific. The captain's quarters will be the largest, fanciest room on the ship. The quartermasters will be right outside the most important hold. All right. Divide and conquer. Does anyone want to go with me to search for a fancy room with the sure. Uh, yeah, okay. It's more exciting than standing here and watching Gwen stare at nothing. It's going to keep me from breaking things. I'm fine with this. Gwen, you could theoretically try to gate whatever elemental it is on the ethereal plane to the material plane. (gasps) This is true. And then not have an ethereal wind. Then you have a material wind. (laughs) But yes, of a name. All right, whatever. So, yep. Uh, you guys looking for some sort of? You're looking for a location that would have the manifest in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah, you could find. Uh, that's actually just underneath the stairs that you brought down here is actually uh, sort of like a ga- a caged off area um, that has like a desk with papers and, a, and uh, an unlit candle in it that you can easily step into and find. All right. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm mostly doing this so Harry doesn't start breaking things out of boredom, but let's go looking for words. I'm looking for actual evidence, but yeah. Yeah, no, you give me an investigation check to go through yeah. the paperwork that you find. 
Natural 20, 34. <laughs> Five. Natural 20s out before combat. So I know. Ones. Slightly terrifying. I balanced out. I had a natural one, so I'm even. I feel okay, but <laughs> the balance of things is off. Um, I mean, Lulu and Harry, there's paperwork in here. Lots of paper. So what probably happens is Lulu finds a thing with words on it and goes, is this it? Is this it? To Harry. Just like, just like, da-da. Yeah, to Harry. No, no, no. Hope, meanwhile. No, it's right. Hope, meanwhile, you you sort of stepped around that and uh, grabbed a separate pile yeah. of paperwork and started going through it. Started, and you've, 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 this is all like sort of aspects of Quartermaster's log plus Quartermaster's uh, log plus uh, manifest. And so you're you're flipping through it. Um, mm-hmm. There doesn't seem to be any like it, it's it's a fairly normal manifest. It's got food. It's got supplies. It's got uh, commodities. Um, None. There is no page here that says, you know, mystical artifact of world creation in box thirty-seven. Like, it's all mm-hmm. fairly mundane. There's, anyway. there's no. If there's a, a diagram of of um the uh, when you lay out the hole so that it has the right weight balance, there's no places where there's a. Yeah, gap. They, they've got they've got like the loadout of like where things are at, and like all the foodstuffs are in the middle stacks, mm-hmm. and so like some of the the lighter commodities are off on either okay. side of the stacks, and heavier commodities are uh, separated out between the the the, the bow <laughs> and whatever the fuck the back end of a ship is called. Uh, stern. <laughs> stern. That. Stern. Uh, uh, yeah. Separate out. Uh, um, uh, is there a what cargo? What cargo does it have? Does is it anything in particular or? Uh, what in in what section? Uh, um, yeah. any places? I'm looking at not the food because that seems like it's it's probably. What are they? Is there an indication of what they were carrying? Yeah, like in in the foodstuffs, it was meat and the like. In the heavy commodities, they had spices, uh, spice barrels, um, metals, rare metals. Um, <coughs> in the lighter commodities, they had silks and cloths and fabrics of a variety of different kinds. Um, mm. In the heavier, in, in they also had a they also had a chest of gold somewhere in the in the heavier commodities that's sort of underneath. Uh, the other commodities that underneath some of the rest of the pile. Ooh. Wynn might be interested in that. Hold it up. Gold, so we don't have to raid a dragon. Um, this is all just stuff. How much gold? Uh, uh, it's, measured in, it's measured in weight. Uh, not in like coins. Uh, let me see. Which is one billion gold? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything, anything besides one billion gold. <laughs> Hang on, now I've got to look up how much, how much the weight of this chest of gold would be. I'm uh, so satisfied right now. Uh, That's a good question. How much does gold weigh? Gold weighs. 
It doesn't say. Where does it say that? I mean, there's an amount that a coin specifically weighs within the logic oh, of the standard coin weighs a third of an ounce. See, now you have to do ounces and pounds because because imperial measurements. Except, except this, gold it, bars it, have a different weight and yeah. they're a tradable commodity. Except this is a this is cargo gold, not necessarily gold coins. So it's right. not coin gold. I'm get very angry about worth yeah. mentioning. In, in in most forms of Dungeons and Dragons, gold pieces are are, are considered to weigh a tenth of a pound. Yes. This is not yeah. again. This is not no. coinage, but but so. if it's the same amount of gold, it doesn't matter what shape it's in. That's fair. Unless your currency is inflated, which most currencies, even in an ancient context, kind of are because of the, the practicality is part of Yay, we're doing my economic simulation this game that I've wanted for so long. I Jack, mean, you need what to if the gold is actually... Because then we'll actually be able to persuade people to play the econs. Well, what, what if Core's gold is actually a gold-led alloy? We are, we are stopping the economics conversation right now because I'm trying to get out information that may or may not Sorry. be relevant to the players that have asked for it. <laughs> Um, there's it's roughly about 3,000 gold uh, based on the weight okay that's a decent amount what, what would it's not going to be enough if we hit we need to rate a dragon level no no definitely not but it's there um now I'm curious where's the ship from because uh, there's no people here <laughs> It is from uh, the it, the the destination manifest is listed as or sorry the, the manifest lists it as being from uh, something called Sigil. Huh. Oh fuck! Did <laughs> have a destination? Uh, the destination is not listed in the manifest. Never heard of it. Okay. Um, I don't see it here. So I think Ghost Plan is probably the best one. Uh, did you find anything? What? No. Well, okay. the Ghost Plan, I thought the reason the Ghost Plan wasn't going to work was because it was on the ethereal plane and ghosts can't see the ethereal plane. Uh, I can literally go and go, I don't like this. But I can go in corporeal and literally stick my head into every every single box. Okay. It's not great. I don't like this option, but can you take a true seeing glass in corporeal with you? Don't think so. I assume all of your possessions when you polymorph go incorporeal with you. Your clothes don't drop on the ground. And shit. No, but they don't typically stay on your form. You get a choice. It says yeah, Aaron, the, char uh, the player, not the character. Yeah, you, you Actually, get a choice, but it doesn't... I'm going to rephrase that to go in character for Harry. I don't fucking know. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. 
<laughs> I thought Gwen said that it wasn't on the material plane. That's why it was causing problems. But I don't really mad. Uh, something about waves. Uh, I don't know. There were there was they were sort of talking about weather patterns and I started they started talking about weather patterns and I stopped giving a shit. <laughs> yeah. The okay. other option. I'm going to start if they have alcohol to raid. I support this plan. Yeah. If I, I Lulu is transparently buying actually to do something. Actually, hang on, Gwen, there, there, follow I mean, me back. There, there are kegs of alcohol listed on the manifest. Gwen, follow me back to the main deck. Thank All right. I'm going to get plastered. I head I head up to the helm. Really quick because I wanted I want to have a thing happen. Uh Harry, you find a keg of alcohol. Oh no. Now I'm fucking suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? And it's in one of the crates. It's 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 standalone. It's made of stone, but yeah, it's standalone. Yeah. How do we get it out? Um, gash carpet something. I assumed it turned back. No, no, it was still stone. <laughs> Didn't communicate. You have made this exponentially worse. Pop <laughs> <laughs> is... the top if you're really that. If there's not, I'm gonna take out a keg and smash it against the wall. See if that works. All right, you smash a keg against the wall. Make a dexterity save. Keg worth of flying brain. A brain in a claw flies past you. Yeah, yeah, not scared of it. It's an illusion. Uh, and when you look in the keg, there's just a solid slab of stone. <laughs> so... This is found a Titanite slab. Raising. Let's go see if we can raid any of the possessions of the people on the ship for alcohol. Because the paper wasn't stone. Just the stuff in the crates is stone. This is giving Jeremy the player some flashbacks because actual player backstory. When I was a kid... Once my older brother decided to play a prank on me, and I was like four or five. Oh. And it was Sunday, you know, Saturday morning before cartoons, etc. Siri, uh, poor Siri said, No, no, you can't have that. It's plastic now. You have to wait. <laughs> so there was sitting right there, and I couldn't eat it. So. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying Very is good. this hurts. Lulu <laughs> <laughs> will think of a different distraction. So I I I head to the I head to the helm with Winfron in tow. Okay. Can you see the can you still see the winds from up here? Yes. Yep. Can you point me in their origin? Gwynferon does whatever the ethereal storm wind version of is. You can't because you're not on the ethereal plane to feel it. <laughs> Can you guess visually? 
<laughs> based on the effects that it's having. It's somewhere in the cargo hold. Points the direction. It's definitely somewhere in the cargo hold. <sighs> Let's see if we can't jostle something, can't shall we? And she's gonna she's gonna take the helm and see if she if by adjusting the heading of the ship it moves anything relating to the to the okay. You spin the wheel. Yep. It spins. Make the deal. Nothing seems to happen. <clears throat> Winfrey, you no can see there are arcane there are, there are like arcane symbols written like scrolled etched into the wheel itself. As hmm. Gashkar is spinning it. Ah. Huh. Can I try to interpret those? Hmm? Sure, maybe in our contract. Okay. Twenty-nine. Uh, it would seem that in order to pilot the ship, you have to be a spellcaster and attune yourself to the ship. I mean, I am a spellcaster. And attune yourself to the ship was the second part of the sentence. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so he'll make sure that yeah, Gashkarov. Uh, if if you attune yourself to the ship. That's what's going to be needed in order to make any significant changes uh, of the sort you're attempting. Damn it. Do we think it do we think it might be useful? It possibly. <clears throat> so with what he's learned of things that are happening. Gwyn would like to sort of make an analysis of a couple different things. Okay. A, does attuning ones, would would it be useful, what Gashgar is suggesting? Two, he has the ability over the course of a short rest to alter his third eye to where he can just constantly see 60 feet within the theory the ethereal plane mm -hmm. would that possibly be useful as well um possibly that would be a better right right now you're seeing the magical right now you're sort of seeing the magical ramifications of the ethereal plane not into the ethereal mm -hmm. plane itself right um so yes being able to see directly into the ethereal plane would probably help uh, uh isolating locations uh, okay. As to attuning to the ship, uh, give me an intelligence check. Just a flat intelligence check. Fourteen. Um, you important that, or you want? Nah, that? I'm gonna go with the fourteen right, right. now. I mean, potentially, you get the feeling that there's some sort of connection between the ship and the gale and the the, the, the ethereal wind. You're just okay. not quite certain what it is yet. Okay. Um, I would say you should attune to the ship, especially given that you're more nautically talented anyway. Meanwhile, I'm going to alter my internal perceptions and see what effects that might have. All right, I'm going to have to give up the ring of protection that I've got for a minute. So I will attune to the ship and sacrifice my attunement to the Ring of Protection. Okay. You and Gwyn's going to alter his third eye into Ethereal Sight. So while mm -hmm. you guys sit there for an hour to do that, the rest of you, 
Uh-huh. Uh, what are you guys doing? Uh, Harry and Lulu are looking through people's belongings. Hope and Corbin, what are you guys doing? Um, I'm down in the hold. I'll hold again. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe uh, there's, I don't know. I'm gonna um, real quick just do a divine sense to see if there's any anything that we can't hear or see down here with us. Um, celestial fate or celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet. I'm just gonna pass through. Okay. Um, uh, are you standing in one place or are you moving around? Yeah, I'll, I'll stand as near to the middle as I can, okay. I guess. And There does not seem to be any Celestial Fae Fiend or Undead in, the, uh, in, in range when you're standing in the middle of the cargo hold. Okay. Hmm. This is... Um, sorry, I'm looking through things to see if I have anything that's useful. Um, <laughs> I go down into the... Is there a place below the hold, or is the yes. hold just there's the full a, bottom? There's, a, there's, there's no... more below okay. the hold than the hold. Yes. Okay. Um, sorry, I missed that. I reading and doing stuff at the same time. Um, okay. Do you say there was place before yes, below there the is, hold? Yes, there you okay. can go further down, yes. I, w- I will go further down and see if I can see anything that looks like it might be affecting what that is. Any they said something about an ethereal. Um, well, well, he didn't explain that part. Um, yeah, seeing if I can tell any source right. of this wind or something like that. Be investigation check. Okay. Natural twenty. You can't see. <laughs> oh God. I know. Terrified. Jeremy, are you tracking stats as I- usual? I am not tracking stats anymore because of reasons, um, Legit. time yeah, scheduling yeah. reasons, and but mm-hmm. there have been a lot. Yes, uh, it's gonna be great when you guys get into combat and it's just all natural ones. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. I mean, for the halflings. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. You can roll two natural ones on those, though. I've it's done true. it. Yeah. Yeah. More so, than once. Yep. More than twice. Yep. <laughs> With advantage. With yeah. advantage. Which means you rolled three natural ones, not yes. two. Oh, God. That's terrible. There was ever a chance to use your luck. Actually, with advantage, it means you rolled four natural yes. ones. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Um, there's no evidence of anything uh, down in the hold, down in the sub hold. Um, Looking around, this, this looks like it was probably a brig of some kind. Uh, there's no remains of anything down here. There's no bodies, no people, no nothing. Um, no cracks in the ceiling that would lead back up into the cargo hold or any indication of a glowing red spot or anything on the ceiling above you. Okay. Come back up. There's nothing down there. Um... Goodness. Um why the hell not? Um there's this is stone. Uh 
Have I seen an elemental? Uh, like an earth elemental. Have you? I don't think so. I, I've seen elementals, like water elementals, I think, with the... I don't, um, think. I don't think you guys have I don't ever... Know. I don't, I don't yeah, no, I don't think you guys have ever fought an earth elemental. Okay, I wouldn't be familiar enough with it to, to be able to fire, turn into You've it. seen fire elementals, and you've seen... Um... Listen, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Galadir have one of each in his study? That's right, yes, actually, yeah, yes. you have seen an earth yes. elemental, because Galadir had, Galadir had them in his laboratory. This would ah oh, dang it has to be unworked earth and stone. This would not. This is this was not worked stone though. This is something that has been turned into stone. It is not unworked stone. It's not unworked stone. Unworked oh, stone right. is naturally occurring. This has been this is wood that's been petrified. Darn it. Okay, <laughs> I tried. Um, can you turn into anything that can reverse petrifications? Uh, good question. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't all. either. I think there's some spell casting that can do it, but I don't remember. I can't. When I turn into something, I don't get the spell casting, though. Right. Get ability. That's weird. Okay. Unless, yeah. it's, unless it's an innate ability to spell cast. Unless yeah. it's innately able to most, most non-character casters have innate casting. Mm -hmm. Things like... Um, not all angels. of them, though. Like, angels have some innate casting. Um, dragons, though, don't. Like, dragons can learn how to cast, but they don't have yeah. innate casting. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, and as far as... There... Sorry, go ahead. Are there cracks in these, these boxes when they were turned to stone? Are there still cracks within? At least as narrow as one inch wide. No, it's been sealed by the petrification process. Damn That's it. why okay. when you try to open them up, they just shatter. <sighs> okay. Um, damn it. Uh, I don't... Ultimate. Uh, I hope he's expressing any of this. Uh, what if you turn into something... Because we know yes. that the brain things are an illusion, what if you turn into something that could shatter all of the crates really quickly, like something with lots of spines that shoot out and you shoot a spine at each crate. Everyone froze. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, I, I heard that. Okay. Um, yeah. Everyone's cameras are still frozen for me, but never uh -huh. mind. That's, weird. On. That's fun. Uh, I can turn into some pretty terrifying things, um, but... Turn into a bull in a Hey, Gwen, how, how bad is this ethereal wind how bad is it i'm up on the so you're coming did you follow us up on deck we have asking over the oh that's right Dur. <laughs> <laughs> um because if it's bad enough that it blows me out of the ship you can just gate me back onto it no i cannot why not gate moves something you cannot gate something that is on the same plane as you the ethereal isn't it separate it's in this current the ethereal material. plane is a separate plane it's a separate plane yes yeah. oh hmm 
It is a, it is a, it's so a you're... the ethereal plane is a plane that borders all other planes. It's sort of the interconnected, True. it's a, it's sort of like a secondary interconnective tissue. Um, yeah. So it does qualify um, as a separate plane. So yes, so if, if you went onto the ethereal plane and then got blown way off of the ship, then I could get you out of the ethereal plane back onto the ship. Unless Would he still be moving that fast though? Hmm? Yeah. Would he conserve momentum from being blown by a typhoon? He's thinking with portals where your momentum yes. is. <laughs> Uh, that's a question for the GM. Momentum. We have determined that momentum is indeed conserved when you come through a gate. Mm-hmm. Yep, because spear. Yep. <laughs> yep. That would not work. Um, you'd get squashed. I mean, someone would have to catch him. Is my point. If we want to just break, the ship. <laughs> or you get him inside and then he hits the wall. If we want to just smash everything until... It would be until... funny for you to gate him on top of the ship after as he's flying through space <laughs> and he just continues to fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what do you think I'm worried about? If we, if we just want to smash things, I mean, I can turn into a dragon, like an a- ancient dragon. That is like the time in two days. Yeah, that would uh, depending on the size, yeah. Ancient, um, ancient dragons have a variable size limit because they're ancient. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. I could. My only concern with that is sinking the ship. It's in space. It's not on an ocean. Oh, mm. Does that okay. mean it's unsinkable? Good of you to think that makes it unsinkable. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is that the sinking of something in a non-liquid is not the same as sinking something in a liquid. Yeah. Shattering the ship and then we all start to hurt. That's a problem. Yeah. So now if you're talking about destroying the ship, which I think is what you're more worried about, then yes, that would probably be significantly inconvenient. Yes. Can you turn into like an ooze or something and consume all of the non-magical stuff? Like a really big ooze? I could and turn it. I have seen platinum cube. <laughs> Hang on a minute. I gotta I gotta look you up gelatinous cube. Shape change um, into a gelatinous cube. <laughs> uh not yet. I have to look at it because I don't remember all the stats for things and how they work, so. Uh, where's oozes? Sorry, my role this episode is making bad decision suggestions. Uh, gelatinous while cube, you guys, large while cube. you look up that information and make suggestions to each other, I'll be right back because I need to use the bathroom. Okay, yeah, the problems are and mighty transparent and gulf. And I don't think a standard one is big enough to eat the. Damage creature specifically, yeah. The it it uh, damages creature specifically. Oh. The the gelatinous cube like stats does not actually damage objects according to the book stats. Um, I don't think I've seen any of the ones that do like like a black pudding. Like that, that's a corrosive one, and that only actually. Ooh. That does make sense, actually, because you've been mostly for the people who played more D&D. Is there anything that just has, like, lots of arms that it can use to open things? Ropers. 
I have Roper. No, I mean like something where Hope would have a ton of arms and just open all of the crates at once with the arms. <laughs> I don't think there's something with that many arms. Or it's just something that like sends a blast out. Like if I had a giant. If all yeah, of this was some sort of area effect ability would be. If all of this was if all of this was made of metal, I'd suggest a rust monster. But yeah, no, that won't. Um. I become a mimic and def- and pre- befriend them all, and then we just sort of charm our way through it. Nope. <laughs> charm stone boxes. Yeah, I'm back. Is anything important, Matt? No. 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 We can't. <laughs> Absolutely stone not. Boxes. Oh goodness. If you turn into a, um, if we're talking about rust monstering shit. If you turn into a beholder, do you get disintegration ray? Yeah. I do. That's a well, right? Yeah. No, the eye, the eye okay. beams of a beholder that are, would part work. Of, are part of being a beholder. Would I think that could accidentally destroy the beacon, though? Because I would be worried about that. Well, you've never hit the beacon with the beholder's disintegration ray, so you have literally no way of knowing. Especially okay. not if the anti-magic cone is on it, which could have all manner of disastrous effects. Yes. Um, hey, Gwyn. Yes? I, was a, I haven't actually seen a beholder, though. We haven't fought one of those, have we? Yeah, you have. Yeah. We have? Okay. I cannot remember when, which monsters we have fought for I think you um, if I hit, if the beacon got hit by a disintegration ray, would that do something terrible? I mean, disintegration rays aren't usually good when they hit things. <laughs> well, no. Here's the I've thing: seen a leviathan. Does that count as a kraken? No, a leviathan is not a. So Gwyn wants to have a little confab with Weaveborn. Hmm. Okay. Because Gwyn, I believe, has done enough reading and is familiar enough with magic items in general to know that while disintegration does damage mundane objects rather severely, artifacts potentially particularly ones on the power level of, you know, the beacon, if they're going to be destroyed, generally have to be destroyed in a very significant and specific way. Yep. So your bog standard disintegration is unless that that is the specific way if if hit by disintegration ray from a trans when from a polymorphed revenant asimar not polymorphed shape changed (laughs) functionally the same thing if if hit by a disintegration ray end of sentence is the methodology by which the beacon is destroyed then yes it would destroy the beacon if not then probably not Okay. If hit by a disintegration ray while under the effects of an anti-magic spell or anti-magic field is a mem- is a part of how it works, which is going to be a really convoluted series of things that you'd have to do in order to get that to work, 
Yeah, because you can't actually fire a disintegration ray into, into an anti-magic magic cone. cone. Correct. Right. No. Um, yeah. That would also be a thing that you'd have to figure out how. But yes, it, unless unless the specific instructions to destroy the beacon were uh, hit with a bit disintegration ray, then mm, that wouldn't destroy it. Then again, we don't know what the specific instructions on how to destroy the beacon are. Actually, we do. It's called complete it and break it over your knee. According to a god, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a question, and I know this has been answered. I am 175% sure that this has been answered. But I'm me, and I got bored, and I stopped paying attention. So why aren't we just smashing every box until one of them has cost uh, up the beacon? Because I'm pretty sure the beacon isn't going to be destroyed by making the boxes I don't know I thought that was too slow and everyone was being impatient we've literally spent like an hour and a half at this point I don't know for me it could be it might as well be three days as long as this seems to be lasting okay then everyone gets 20 seconds to come up with a better planner and Harry and I are going down there smashing some crates that's 20 seconds. Gashkar, I can't count. Gashkar and Gwynfron are still attuning. Are still... Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Gwyn will explain basically everything he has learned as quickly as possible mm-hmm. over, the, uh, over the link so that everybody is on the same page. And so, yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. I'm going to try and... I'll be able to literally see into the ethereal plane, which given that this wind is happening on the ethereal plane, hopefully will be able to give us at least some more information. Gashkar is going to attune to the ship, and hopefully that will give us at least a little more capacity in terms of controlling what's happening in the in the general environment. But if you guys want to just keep smashing things for a little while during the hour that it takes, knock yourselves out. Yeah, already running space from navigating around down there there is a sound of stone shattering as harry begins liberally applying an axe to stone boxes <laughs> every time stone axe every time every time you break a box a thing flies out but it doesn't actually hurt you even if it hits you so yeah. you just keep smashing the boxes just smashing my way through the goddamn thing you are oh, you, you you have become link destroyer of pottery <laughs> we just left that plane. Oh. I mean, um, I have a whip which has reach, means that, meaning I can hit things further away from. Yeah, me. that means that means you're a Belmont. <laughs> yeah, you've become a Belmont. <laughs> Actually, getting in on this destruction hope as you hear the sound of boxes shattering. Come on, it's yeah. fun. I it's will... definitely therapeutic. This is true. Don't worry about it. Find a. I mean, of... I'm kind of wondering what happens when a celestial ox charges through a ship's hold. If I way ahead of you. <laughs> oh god! Oh no. There are now uh, three people. There are now three people shattering stone crates. No, no, I'm still, 
I'm still, I'm just watching. I'm saying, go nuts, Bosco, too. <laughs> and Bosco's a person, and he is yeah. smashing things. He's a celestial ox. <laughs> celestial oxen are people. <laughs> yeah. Are people, too. Okay. Um. No, I know the specifics. Part of it, the whole. So there would not be specific rules for a piece of it versus the whole thing per my instructions on how to destroy it. Correct. I haven't told Correct. Um, anyone except for Corbin how to do it. Correct. Okay. I will turn into a beholder then. All right. There's now also <laughs> a beholder hitting things with a disintegration beam. I am very carefully keeping the 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 one. Well, that one. An hour no, passes. Really <laughs> I'm gonna yeah start doing disintegration. An hour passes in some manner of description. <laughs> chaos this is how it starts over the yes. course of an hour you manage to destroy most of the crates in the cargo hold because you've got a beholder a rampaging ox a lulu and a harry what are the odds that in our rampage one of us accidentally gets hit by the disintegration ray? I wasn't going to ask that. Hope is trying to be careful. You've got a precision beholder in the cargo hall. Thank you. I like the term precision beholder. It's got a scope on one of the tentacles. It's just... We are really lucky that shape change doesn't change mentality because otherwise we'd have a hope that now feels that she is the best thing in existence. How's that different? Mm -hmm. Anyways. <laughs> because um, beholder ego is very different from oh, human no, ego. Absolutely. I was making a joke. Mm -hmm. um, Pre precision beholder is my Death Star's cover band. <laughs> yes. Death, I mean, a Death Star is a precision beholder. Anyways. Um, an hour passes. Gashkar, you become linked to the ship. Winfron, your third eye opens once more and can see into the ethereal realm. And now as you see into the ethereal realm, you see you can see the tornado. It's actually visible. Okay. Uh, in addition, you can see the chains that are binding it to the crystal, the, to the crystalline mast. Hmm. Gashkar, you feel like you can move the ship. Just by willing it, so. As long as you're at the helm. All right, so if I'm at the helm and I adjust the heading a bit, the ship moves. Any change to the hurricane? Wittenfron, you can see that it seems like the ship powers itself by using the elemental that's bound to the crystal to push it via the ethereal plane. So it directs itself with the with the storm. All right. So the so the thor the storm is basically the power source by which the ship maneuvers. Yes. Okay. So basically, moving into the ethereal plane while on the ship is basically diving into the reactor, more or less. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Which would then logically mean that. That would be why you can't find the beacon. It's powering the ship. Right. So the reason we can't find the exact location of the beacon is because it is 
in the field that powers the ship or is the field the the energy source that powers the ship okay and where on the ship is the power source it is anchored to the ship in the ethereal it's... plane anchored to the crystal yeah so, so we have a better plan than having Corbin lunge at it, get gated, and fly off and get gated back. Uh, yeah. Um, can we unchain the thing? Does this? Can we untether the elemental? Do we need the ship to be powered if all we need is the beacon? I put it to the group, but my, I would say, from a detached academic perspective, not. Particularly, I don't think we need the ship because do I have a fine enough control of the ship to power it down? Uh, it's it's not a thing that you can turn off or on. Okay, but do I have fine enough control to release bond to release the bonds no. if I needed? No. Okay. We'll probably head back into the tower proper. I thought it. Seems to me like we should probably all be able to fly when that happens, just in case before we shunt back from having the beacon. Beacon. Yeah. We don't have a working ship anymore and are thus free falling through the sky. I'm good. I'm a beholder. I float. I think I know how yeah. to get the. That that's a good idea. So I think so with the caveat that maybe mean have anything. a fly spell in place. No, I don't think we need the ship working. No. I will see if I can spot any like terrain in the in the in the astral sea. If there's any solid objects anywhere. Give me a perception check. Do you have a spyglass? I do not personally. I have an orb of direction. Thinking of buying one, damn it. Um, I think as soon as I open this, my eye, the anti-magic cone, that will take the chains away, right? If they're like magically bound to the ship, part of the chains are attached to the ship, even though it's part of it's in the ethereal plane, binding this thing in, right? Maybe. Twenty-eight. You don't see anything in particular. You do, however, note that there is a attached spyglass, like sort of on the on like the just just off to the right of the helm. Yeah, that you could probably use. I will use the spyglass and see if I can spot any terrain. Looking through the spyglass, you see that the astral plane has a lot more in it than what you could see previously. It seems <laughs> like the spyglass is a tool utilized to locate planar boundaries. Um. You can actually see the material plane of Grand Terra in the distance. Can I crash this ship into Grand Terra? <laughs> no. <laughs> if I wanted to. Yeah, you could probably get, get like land on Grand Terra. Do we real do we want to take this ship to familiar ground? Um the tower brain hurt. <laughs> Fine. I, this is weird. I don't. 
Will it start to fall as soon as we go through, or is this a flying ship like those ones we saw before? I don't know. I am somewhere. Somewhere, <laughs> Harry says, "I was right. It is Inception." <laughs> <laughs> I am of the impression that this ship can fly so long as it has its power source, which means as long as we don't enter the vicinity of Grand Terra and then destroy the crystal before we land the ship, we should be fine. Unless your unless your insight says anything otherwise, Quinn. Mm. I would say I'm feeling experimental enough. Well, since I am now the helmsman, apparently, I will set our heading for Grand Terra. I will note that you don't know how to land the ship. That's fine. Aim <laughs> it at the fine. ground. That's how you oh, land. No. You skim the ground, yeah. All right. We're all doomed. And so, as a beholder, you can fly. You're fine. I know, but I worry about you all. No, I get up on uh, Bosco, and he's floating on the. As long as you pick us up with your disintegration, I were fine. As the group of you, one beholder, one Bosco, one Lulu, one Harry, one Corbin, one Gwynfron, one Gashkar, a bunch of animal weapons, and a flying ship with a elemental being attached to it and the beacon powering it, head towards Grand Terra, trying to think of how this works on a cosmic scale. <laughs> That's where we're going to end for the week. Okay. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye. <laughs>